Her studio was more successful than she ever could have imagined, and was now the it place for women. Paisley's Blackberry chimed. She looked at her watch and announced, All right, ladies, same time next month, unless you're scheduled for regular classes this week. Bye, Paisley. The women all hugged her as they left. Picking up her phone, she walked over to the stereo and turned it off. Smiling, she redialed the last number. Too busy shaking your ass to take my call? The deep voice asked. Now, is that any way for a man of God to be talking? She laughed. Yeah, if he's trying to get in contact with you and he knows you're too busy shaking your ass to come to the phone. And don't go there with that man of God crap. God knows my heart and my flaws. No man is perfect. Boy, someone is having a bad day, Paisley said. And for your information, I was finishing up my class. Oh, so you were too busy teaching other women how to shake their asses to answer the phone. Whatever. It had been a while since they had talked. Nearly four months. They would check in with each other weekly via text messaging, but their verbal conversations were few and far between. It was just one of the downsides to their friendship, but she had gotten used to it. He was busy, and so was she. The more successful they both became, the less they were available. How are things going? I read the article they did on you and Jet. You know I was so proud, she told him. Thanks, he replied. I saw you in Double XL magazine a few months back. You're looking better than ever. Paisley was surprised. She wondered if he'd had a sneak peek in the grocery store. Who are you kidding? You know he doesn't go to the grocery store. He would get mobbed by the fans. Hmm. Maybe he glanced at it while waiting at the airport. They sell double XL in the terminals. It doesn't matter. The important thing is that he saw it and he thinks you look good. Thanks. That means a lot coming from you, she said. I really need to talk. Something in his voice made her uneasy. She could sense the distress. What's up? Talk to me. Are you done for the night? Yeah, I have a meeting later with Diesel, she said, referring to her friend and business partner. But you know I got time for you. What's going on? Let's go to Charlie's. Huh? When did you even get into town? How long are you here for? The words came out of her mouth so fast that it sounded like one long sentence. The thought of seeing him excited her. It had been almost a year since they had met face to face. The last time they'd seen each other was backstage at the BET Awards. She was about to go on stage as a lead dancer for the Outcast performance, and he had just received an award for Gospel Album of the Year. Congratulations, she said and smiled as he walked by. Thank you, beautiful lady, he said, leaning over and gently touching her hand. The moment was brief, but meaningful. Later that night, he left her a message on her voicemail, telling her how wonderful it was seeing her. She still had the message saved. Now, here he was, out of nowhere, telling her to meet him, and wanting to meet at a bar at that. Something's up, and it must be big. No one knows I'm here. I just landed, and I'm getting a rental car. Catch a cab and meet me there in 20 minutes, he said, and hung up the phone before she could object. Paisley gathered up her towel and tried to think. Twenty minutes didn't even give her time to shower and change. Well, 
My being late won't make him any more pissed at the world than he already is, she thought, as she smiled and rushed to get ready. An hour later, all eyes were on her as she made her way through the mixed crowd of college students, cowboy hats, and surfer dudes to the back of the club, where to her pleasure, she found him sitting. At any other place, they would be worried that someone would recognize them, but not at Charlie's. Most of the customers were so drunk that they probably wouldn't recognize their own parents if they walked in the joint. I knew you were going to be late, he said as he stood up. He still looked the same, tall and lean, cocoa-brown complexion with deep-set, mysterious eyes. They were dressed alike, both wearing jeans and white shirts. His black leather jacket was on the back of his seat while she had hers on. She rushed into his arms, elated to finally be able to hug him. The familiar scent of Kenneth.